Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impacts of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. I'm happy to announce to you that it is Testimony time! Remember my new dance. I'll show you one more time. Like this. You need to learn that dance, okay? All of you. That's the newest dance in town. Okay? Thank you very much. Okay, well, I want you to clap your hands and welcome my sister, Eltina! I'd like to say thank you to God for giving me a testimony to be able to share with you. Um, my name is Altina, by the way, and I'm a film star. No, not film star. I'm a welcoming star. Sorry. Um, so my testimony basically goes back to um, some time in May where my friend, my good friend, um, was going through a financial time and she couldn't help her mum. At the moment, her mum had a stroke. And she lives in Nigeria, so how it is in Africa, you basically have to have the full amount. So we had to raise like a couple grand um, in two days or something. And so I basically emptied out my savings to try and help her mum, because I felt like if I was going through something like that, she'd probably help me. So um, after we did that, by the grace of God, her mum made it. So um, I applied for a job around the same time. So I was like, the savings is not a problem after some months I should be able to make the money back but um, May June July August I was still waiting to start work so at this time I was so broke like I was dry <laughs> literally my account was just it was empty and when every time I said to people that I don't have money they don't actually believe me they thought I was joking but I'm like yo <laughs> I wish I could screenshot but no but um, anyway so Literally, I was so broke, I'd, um, I couldn't speak to people about it as well because um, all my life I've kind of felt as if I was responsible for my finances. So I've always had money. But for me to go through something like this, I just felt like I was such a failure. I couldn't even tell my dad because he'd probably slap me. So um, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so, um, I spoke to one or two people about it. And um, one of my friends, she was really helpful 
throughout the whole process. Like sometimes after work, I'd go there and then her mum would just give me food. She's like, oh, eat some food, take some home, get to take some to work tomorrow. I'd be like, no, it's fine, it's fine auntie. And then she'd be like, um, no, you can take money as well. And I literally had to run out the house sometimes just so she wouldn't give me the money. But um, she, they always felt to help me and stuff. And um, I, I was speaking to one of my friends as well and he was talking to me about um, not feeling like I couldn't speak to people about my problems because I've always had that issue. And um, he said to me that in the multitude of counsel, there is um, safety, sorry. <laughs> I thought I said something wrong. Um, safety. And basically, um, he was giving me advice and saying that last year when I worked, I was taxed. Um, so what I need to do is go online, go to some website, and then I should be able to get the tax back. And then, and then I called the number on the website, and then they said to me they'd get, they can give me the money in like three to five months. And I said, no, I need the money like yesterday. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. And then I was literally at work one, one morning, and then I checked. No, I was sitting there, and something said check my account. I was like, no, it's like a horror film in there. Why would I, why would I do that? Because um, when your bills are coming out, yeah, and there's no money in there, it's actually peak. But um, I checked my account and there's like over 200 pounds in there. I was like, from what? Then I checked, it was like HMRC. They said that we've paid you your money back. I was like, what? So I didn't believe it. I had half an hour and then I literally just ran to the bank and I was like, yo, it's real. <laughs> and then I spoke to one of my friends that was helping me and then I was like, look, I got money, I got money. She's like, she's like, no way, we need to go shopping. I'm like, bruh, financial mistakes. <laughs> like, y'all need to chill. But, um, <laughs> But, it's like, but yeah, I just, basically, you just, what I've learned from this whole situation is that you can speak to people about your problems, no matter how small or how big it is. I thought it was a great thing for me. This is like one of the most dramatic things I've been through my whole life. And um, <laughs> so I felt really like embarrassed to talk about it. I couldn't even tell my pastors. I couldn't tell my elders and stuff, but there's so many people in church, there's so many shepherds, there's so many elders, so many pastors, even bishop. You can talk to anyone, no matter what, no matter what you're going through, someone has either been through it or they're going through it and you can encourage someone or they can encourage you. So just talk to people. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Fantastic. We're encouraged. Some of you have some issues and you, you've been keeping them inside. Is it true? How many of you have some few? One or two? One or two or three? Seven? Ten plus. How many? Ten plus. You've got some issues that you've been keeping to yourself. Amen. Yeah. It's true. In the multitude of counts, there's safety. So um, let somebody know. Amen. We're in a blessed church. We're in a good house. Amen. And the party's not over yet. Tell your neighbor one more time, the party's not over yet. Amen. We have our sister Marcella in the house to bless us. Clap your hands for Marcella.
lay your head on me. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, come lay your head on me. I know you must feel tired with the weight of the world on your shoulders. Grant me the privilege, lay your head on me. Let me wash your feet Oh, oh Jesus Oh Jesus Please let me wash your feet I know you must feel weary As you walk the dusty road to Calvary Grant me the privilege Wash your feet. Ooh, I could not stay away when I heard that you were here. I have brought to you my gift, but now I can't control my tears. Oh, before. Forgave all of my sin, and you've given me a reason to live. And all the sin of this world, it must be such a heavy load. But if you let me be your Jesus, Jesus, 
lay your head on me. Jesus, Jesus, just let me wash your feet. The birds have a nest. Even animals have their place to rest. But you, 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 the Son of God, you have no place that you can lay your you to know you can lay your hand on me. Hey, yes you can. You can let me wash your feet. Cause you're so precious to me. Oh, you're so special to me. Lord, you're precious to me. Lay your hand on me, Lord. Let me wash your feet. Jesus, Jesus, lay your hand on me. your head on me. Jesus, Jesus, just let me wash your feet. They thought that when they cut him down, his flame would flicker out. And not a soul would know what all the fuss was all about. He's just another teacher, a fallen human creature. He'll fade away. Like ashes in the wind But then he rose again There is no denying my Jesus He wants to know you stay or walk away but still you must decide for Jesus cannot be denied I've read the wisdom of the world philosophies of men Mystery that sin corrupts 
presence of God. Amen. Well, I want you to take out your notepads in this service. I don't want you to um, walk away just listening. I want you to take notes in this service because something special is going to happen to you in this service and you need to read the notes during the week. Amen. I want you to stand to your feet as I welcome this great man of God we have amongst us. I want you to clap your hands and welcome Bishop Richard Ayi. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we bless your precious holy name for this blessed opportunity we have to be in church and to be in your presence. Father, I pray and I ask today, let your will be done amongst us. Bless us, teach us, instruct us in your holy word, Lord. Let there be exhortation. Let there be encouragement. 
let there be correction, Lord. Thank you for this great and blessed opportunity we have to be in your presence. Have mercy on us, Lord. Forgive us of our sins, Lord. Forgive us of our mistakes, Lord. Thank you for mercy, Lord. Thank you for mercy, Lord. Thank you for mercy and for healing, Lord. Heal us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. And the saints of God said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? Well, turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter number 13. Are you excited about Matthew 13? Well, today we are starting a new message. We, uh, we finished on mistakes last week. Well, we have one more chapter to do. That's on marital mistakes, isn't it? But I said, you guys have to get married and then we'll talk about marital mistakes, okay? So I need 50 more of you to get married. You shall be one of the 50. I say you'll be one of the 50. Are you receiving it? Yeah. You shall be number one. Number two. Number 10. 20. 30. 40. 46. 48. 49. You shall be one of the 50. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, so Matthew chapter 13 and verse 33. Hallelujah. The scripture says that uh, another parable speak he unto them. Have you ever had your quiet time on the parables of Jesus before? It's a beautiful um, thing to study. So, decide to study on the parables of Jesus and meditate on them and understand them. You'll be very excited about the truths and the revelation that Jesus teaches through parables. You know, when someone speaks in parables, it means that it is coded. It means that it's not meant for everybody. Or it is not meant for the simple-minded or for the ordinary or for those who are not interested. Hallelujah. Have you been there when some people are talking and suddenly they change either the language or the way they are speaking. They are speaking in a coded manner. How many of you have been there before? And then you begin to wonder. You begin to wonder, what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? I remember my parents used to change the language. They used to switch. And then, and then we are all lost. And then at a point, one of my, a couple of my siblings started speaking the language that they switched into. They learned, I don't know how they learned, but they learned that language. And to our surprise, they had another one. So they switched again. And then we'll be asking those who have gone to learn that, did you get that one? They said, no, this one is new. <laughs> but, so, so, so parables, 
and other coded speakings is to exclude the simple-minded, those who are not interested, those who are not hungry, those who are not eager, those who don't want to know. It is, it is not meant for them. So that anyone who is interested in the parable must be someone who is actually hungry, eager, and interested. Yes. The other ones that parables are meant for. Because when you see a parable, you want to know what does it mean. So another parable spake he unto them, and he said unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole meal was leavened. Hallelujah. When you read such a thing, will you not like to be interested in in knowing, um, 33, in knowing that why is he saying that the kingdom of heaven is like, is it actually, actually what he's saying to you is that these are the principles. These are the principles and these are the things that work in the, in the church or in the Christian's life. So he's showing these are, these are the, these are the things that really work. These are the principles, the, the powers, if you like, the, the, the rules, the laws, the things that govern life. So he's saying to us, it's like, it's like living, which a woman took. Hallelujah. And hid in three measures of meal until, until the whole, that is, all the three measures of meal became leavened. So he's teaching us about the power of influence. Influence. What affects you and what can affect you. Hallelujah. So as a Christian, one of the things you have to be mindful of are the influences of life. What are the things that influence? What are the things that affect you? Um, Anybody that you see, anybody that you see has been affected by something and has been affected by the invisible. When you hit, when you hide leaven in three measures of meal, Leaven is not a visible thing. It's not something that you will see. How many of you have baked before or attempted baking? <laughs> You've ever attempted baking or you've tried baking or you bake or you've watched baking on YouTube. Sisters, please learn how to bake, okay? So you can make homemade cookies. So when your nice husband comes home, you can serve him with afternoon tea and homemade cookies. Okay? Idea, sisters, okay? 
we'll be marrying you, but we don't want to fast. Okay. When we come home, we would like to be able to sit at home and have afternoon tea with homemade cookies. We don't want to hear you opening a pack from Sainsbury's. <laughs> How many sisters are becoming anointed to make homemade cookies? Yes. It's homemade cookies. You will discover you you will discover this ingredient that can be added depending on what you are making and what you want to make and what flour you are using. You will discover this ingredient that when it is added to the mixture and you put it in the oven by the time it comes out your mixture is swollen. It swells up. It, it means that there is something in it. There are some, there are some uh, if, if, if you've ever bought flour, there's some flour that is called self-raising. Do you understand? Self-raising flour. Is it what? The blue one. Okay. The blue one. All right. I don't know which shop has it for blue, but some people are saying it's a blue one. It's what? Okay, home pride. Home pride, yes. Home pride. It's called self. It means that it's called self-reason because when you pour it out, it's just, it's just white like any other flower. But it has an ingredient. It has something in it that causes the mixture when you use it, when you mix it with the butter, the whatever, and you put it in the baking tray to bake whatever you want to bake, you will see that when you look at it through the glass of the oven, you see it rising. Rising. May you receive the influence that causes you to rise up. It is self-raising flour because there is something in it that is not visible to the eye. You can't tell. You can't see it. You can't see it with the eye. You can't see it with the eye. Look at Job 38. Do you like it? You shall be under a good influence. Wow. Job 38... Which verse am I looking for? Verse, verse what? Has he found it for me? 31. It says that, Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? Timothy. Is it frozen? 
canst thou So there are there are things in this life and in this world that influence you. They influence you. They 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 when it's the influence, it means it has an effect on you. Whether whether you whether you like it or not. Look, one of the ways you can tell, one of the very simple basic things that I can show you is that anytime someone stand, stands here to speak, anyone at all stands here to speak, whether moderating the service, introducing a song, giving a testimony, um, um, film stars, acting, um, anything, anything, you can tell from the way the person even speaks. The grammar, the expressions, the slang, the terminology, the language that the person uses. It's not a language the person arrives arrived with from the mother's womb. It's an influence. It's an influence from somewhere. From somewhere. You pick it up. You learn it without even realizing that you are learning. You learn it. You, abs- you absorb it. It's absorbed. It's assimilated. You take it in. As you are moving around. As you are moving around. So you see, you will see, even, even if you speak, you speak. If it's like watch the congregation. Is that a section of the congregation will understand what you are doing? A section of the congregation will be asking, What what did he say? It's like, what does that mean? It's like, what is that? It means that it means that it is it is foreign. It means that it means that the influence you are under, that person is not under that influence. Are you, are you understanding me today? So, so the, the, the influences of life is something that we have to be mindful of and learn about and learn about. So there is, there is an influence. There's an influence that we must embrace and we must desire to come under and to be baptized in a baptized, baptized you shall be baptized in that influence. And it is, it is, it is the sweet influence of the anointing. We have entered into a season where we'll be talking about the sweet influence of the anointed. Sweet influence. Hey, you shall become anointed. You will be anointed people. Anointing Anointing, in case you don't understand anointing, anointing is talking, when you talk about anointing, you are talking about the Holy Spirit. You are talking about the Holy Spirit. In um, Acts chapter 10 and um, verse 38, the scripture says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth 
with the Holy Ghost and with power. It means that Jesus Christ was under the influence of the Holy Ghost and of the power. And therefore, he was classified amongst the anointed. You shall be put amongst the anointed. When you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit and under the influence of the power of God. When you see an anointed person, you can't see what is working in him. It, It is an unseen force. It is an unseen power. It is like living which a woman took and hid. She hid it in three measures of meal. It means that when you see the three measures, you can't see what she has put in it. But what she has put in it had an effect on the whole. It had an effect on the whole. That is how the Holy Spirit is. When you have the Holy Spirit, when you see, you can't see, you can't see there's anything in you. But something on the inside will be working on the outside. On the outside. On the outside. It's something within. Everybody that you see, no matter what they are doing, no matter what they do, no matter what they say, how they say it, what they are into, are people who are under, they are under the influence of something. The other day I was sitting on the train and I was waiting for the train to move off. It was just, it's just gone after midnight. And then suddenly this lady comes on the train and she's walking through the carriage going somewhere else. Every seat she gets to, she says, sorry, sorry. 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 All the all the way through. All the way. She says sorry all the way to the end. It was Friday night. So everybody on the train, everybody on the train started laughing. Yes, started laughing. Because though she looks normal, dressed well. Looked smart. Something was working in her. That is making her. If we tell her on Saturday morning, this is what you did last night. She'll say, are you sure? She'll say, are you sure? Are you sure that's what I did? But she had taken something in. That is making her, anybody she feels like says, sorry. Sorry. And she, she was waving her hand. Like she, what did you say? She said, there's someone there. She said, sorry. Then she moves. Sorry. Sorry. She was just sharing the apologies as she was going. We don't know what she was apologizing for, but something was at work. You know all the things that you've ever done in your life? Good and um, not so good. You are under some influence. Something was telling you what to do. You were being steered by something. But there is, there is an influence 
which is the influence of the anointing, the influence of the Holy Spirit. It is my prayer that you come under that influence. Amen. Yeah, it's my prayer that you come under that influence. Today, because of time, I just want to quickly mention four four types of human beings. (laughs) Four types. Every type, every type is that type because of the influence you're under. You shall be amongst the best type. Four types, just four, just four quick types. Quick. I mean, we'll be, we'll be gone. Then we'll continue. But we've entered into a Holy Ghost season. Amen. You will be Holy Ghost people. Amen. I said, you will be Holy Ghost people. Amen. <laughs> when the Holy Ghost is at work in you, it means you are under the sweet influence. The sweet influence. You see, you see the scripture we read, we read in um, Job. You know, there are, people, there are people who read their stars all the time. You know, read their stars all the time. How many of you used to be like that or you are still like that? You say you are. You are Cancer. You are Virgo. Capricorn. Leon. Gemini. What? Pisces. Yeah. Sagittarius, Scorpion, yeah. I know, you know, it's like, it's like visa. That's, that's what the scripture is addressing. Player, it's like, it's like, or the bands of the Orion. It's like, it's like the stars. You see, what you believe in has an effect on you. What you believe in has an effect on you. What you believe in. The, script, the scripture says that faith comes by hearing. The things you have heard, the things you have read, and the things you have believed, it will have an effect on you because you yield yourself to it and you conduct yourself according to what those things are saying. Can you bind bind the sweet influences of the Pleiades? (laughs) The influences of the stars or the powers in the heavens. Because there are powers. And there's also the power of the Holy Spirit. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. When you become under, when you come under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you shall break away from every oppression of the devil, every attack of the devil, every form of depression, every form of confusion, every form of discouragement, every form of failure. You will break out of it because because of the sweet influence, the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit, the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. When you have not been able to break out of something, you are still in that cycle and under that influence. Something still influences you and makes you do things or behave in a way, in a way 
that you, you can't even explain you can't even explain yourself to yourself. You don't, you, you don't even know why you do the things that you do. That's why the influence of the Holy Spirit is essential that you come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Wow. wow. So today's four types. Today I actually wanted to talk to you about how to Okay, I'll talk to you about that one next week. Okay, so let me not tell you, but there's four types. So James, James chapter 3 will show us the four types. Yes. James chapter 3. My brethren, be not many masters, nor that we shall receive greater condemnation. Verse 2 says that for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the the, horse's mouth that they may obey us. We turn about their whole body. Verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing, my brethren. These things ought not to be so. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Are you still there? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Either a vine, figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Verse 13. Who is a wise man endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not. And lie not against the truth. Verse 15. This wisdom, this wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. These are the first three guys. These are the first three guys. The first guy is an earthly person. Second guy is a sensual person. And the third one is devilish. And then I'll give you the fourth. And then we rise up and share the grace. Are you there? So, depending on which influence you are yielded to, you fall into one of these categories. Hallelujah. So, first type is a sensual man, isn't it? A sensual person, number one, are you there? Is ruled by his senses and feelings. You know the senses and feelings? You know the five senses? What are the five senses? Touch. What? Taste. Hearing. Sight. Smell. Okay, yeah. So one is what? Touch, taste, hearing, seeing, and then smelling. <laughs> yeah. is it, that, is, that is the sensual person. He's, he's, limited, he's limited to these five things. So anything that he thinks he can touch or looks touchy, he will touch. Anything, anything 
that looks tasty. He will taste. Anything that looks like looking at, he will look at it. <laughs> he will look at it. He will stare. Sensual makes me the sensual. He will turn, he will turn his head and look. <laughs> he will listen to anything that that place in his ears. <laughs> so, a sensual person struggles to know God because it is not easy to know someone you can't see. <laughs> a sensual person struggles to know God because it is not easy to know someone who is not physical. Because God is a spirit. So when you are, you see, the more, the more sensual you are, the less godly you are and the less of God that you know. Because you are used to things you see, things you hear, things you can touch, things you can taste, things you can smell, things you can feel. You are used to feeling. You have, it's like I have to feel something. I have to feel something. That's why the strongest, the strongest of believers are not those, are not those who want to hear something. Those who want to see something. Those who will say, Pastor, say something. I want to hear. See, the scripture says that they have, they have itchy ears. They have itchy ears. Those are not the strongest of Christians. Who want something spectacular to happen before they believe in God. Those, the strongest of Christians are the ones that will say, for we walk by faith and not by sight. For we walk by faith and not by sight. These are the strong Christians. Not those who say, say something. What did you see? One day, one day I was watching, I was walking in a shopping mall. A shopping mall. Do you know shopping mall? I was walking there. Thinking about myself. Then I saw this pregnant lady coming towards me. And I noticed that she was staring, but I was thinking about myself. Then, to my surprise, she stopped me. So I stopped. Do you know what she asked me? I'm asking you a question. Do you know what she asked me? Do you want to know what she asked me? Are you sure you want to know? Do you really want to know what she said? This pregnant woman that I don't know from Adam. Never seen him in my entire lifetime. And after that day, I've never seen him seen her again. She said to me, she said to me, what have you seen? I said, I said, what? I reacted just as I said, what? He said, no. What have you seen about me? I said, what do you mean? What do you mean? So now I was wondering, is this a church member that has been to church and has seen me and I've forgotten? So I said, I said, where? Where do you know me from? Why are you asking me this question? Then she said, oh, well, I mean, I thought you had seen something about me, so I wanted to tell me what you have seen. <laughs> By this time, I've started walking off. <laughs> I mean, I don't, waste, I don't waste time on such crazy things. To talk and to argue. But I just have started, I started walking. I just walked away. I just, I just walked away. I mean, you see the stranger. 
in the shopping mall. I was, that day I was thinking about myself. You ask me what have I said? You see, these are people when you meet them, they make, they make you sound as though you are not into the spirits. It's like you are not spiritual. Because there's things. People see things about them, they see things about them, and they tell them things. So they can't serve God. They can't relate with God. Except there's something physical to prove. We have seen this. We have heard this. (laughs) A sensual person struggles to know God because, because it is not easy to know someone you cannot feel. If you, when, you, when you enter in some of these sensual relationships, then it's like it has to, it, there has to be feeling. When, 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 you, when, you, when you see some of these sensual girls, who can't accept a decent relationship and walk in it, then they tell that, you know, I don't, I don't have any feeling. And then you see them saying that they have feelings for people's husbands. Yes, because, because you see, because you follow feeling. You don't even follow common sense. You follow feeling. And as for feeling, it can come. You can have a feeling for someone's beloved. You can. It's a feeling. It is a feeling which is stirred up. It is stirred up by what you see. So when you see him, he's tall. He's dark. He looks responsible. He's pleasant. He's nice to you. You will have feelings. Like someone said to me once, he has curly hair. He has curly hair. And I was sitting in my house and I'm thinking, how does curly hair give a successful marriage? I mean, how? But she said, he, she, said, she said, I was looking at him today. His curly hair. And I was wondering, what if he shaves it off? What will happen in the house? Yes, Kelly here. So now, so now we are going to follow your feeling for hair that is curled. So if this guy makes the mistake of marrying such a person, and then she sees someone whose hair is more curled. <laughs> anyway. The next type of person is the earthly person. Earthly. Have you understood the sensual person? He goes by feelings. What I see. What I smell. 
Your perfume smells nice. That is it. You go by perfumes. Aftershave. Cologne. It smells nice. Hmm. As soon as you, as soon as you smell it, you are melting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the next person is the earthly person. Earthly. The earthly person is the one who has his sight set on this earth. Anything that can be accomplished, achieved on earth, that's his aim and that's his vision. So an earthly person just has earthly aims. There is, there is no aim for heaven. And there is no aim to avoid hell. The aim is earth. What can we achieve here on earth? Then he's going for it. When you talk about heaven, he's lost. When you talk about avoiding hell, he's even lost. He just wants to live. It's like we should live. Anything that can make me live here, I must do it and live. Can't think and can't imagine. He's, he's, he's blind. He's blinded towards heaven. He's blind. So an earthly person will, nev- will never even do soul winning. An earthly person will not even be bothered about sin. If there's no heaven and there's no hell, what is sin? Sin is virtually meaningless. So I'll live. I'll live anyhow. I'll live anyhow because I'm just living for here. I'm living here. Perhaps they don't even think of death. An earthly person doesn't think about death. The moment you start thinking about death, you become a wise man. You will control pleasures. You will never say to yourself, well, let me enjoy this thing for a little while. It's just, it's just for this week. It's just for today. Because you don't just think of earth. You're not an earthly person. You think of heaven. You think of heaven. You think of hell. Have you ever thought of hell before? You should listen to songs that talk about heaven and songs that talk about hell. You change. But when, when the, songs that you, the songs that you listen to only talk about how you can grab things here. How you can get things here. No, no, there, there, there are differences in songs. Differences in songs. The more, the more, the less earthly you become, the songs you enjoy change. Yeah. Some of the songs are just for fun. It just helps you to dance. No, no, it doesn't do anything. It just helps you to dance. Which is okay. Which is okay when you feel like dancing. Sometimes you feel like dancing. Sometimes when you feel low in life, put on very loud music in your room and begin to dance. Satan doesn't like it at all. He doesn't like dancing people. That's why we like dancing stars in this church. 
because they are dancing to praise God. Satan doesn't like it. One of the great spiritual weapons you can use is praises. It's praises and dancing. Dance alone in your room till you swear. When someone says that, you should ask that what's happening. Do you tell them that I am praising my God? I'm praising my God. I am praising Him. Anyway. So you will see that your songs that you enjoy, they change. They change. The less earthly you are, you see that your songs are changing. What do you like? Because it is now ministering to you. It has to minister to you. You are being ministered to. And the third group are the devilish guys. <laughs> A devilish person is someone who is influenced strongly by evil spirits. Influenced by evil spirits, a devilish person, murderers, rapists, all these wicked people are under the influence of evil spirits. All, all unbelievers are influenced by evil spirits, all without exception. All, all unbelievers. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Jesus Christ. You're under the influence of an evil spirit. Because as soon as you come under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you will love God. You will choose Christ. You would want to walk with Christ. A lot of conditions you see. So those of you who work in the hospitals, that has nice names for it. Nice names. Nice names for different sicknesses and diseases. There's that. This kind of phobia. This kind of this. All those beautiful names that you have. They are evil spirits. Check how Jesus dealt with people who were not well. What did he do to them? What did he do? What drug did he prescribe? And he will say, come out of them. And they will scream with a loud voice. And then they become normal. All sicknesses are spirits. All sicknesses. <laughs> As I said, we have healing services. Nobody will be healed. Medication is a type of wisdom that God gives to control. To control and to lessen and reduce the effect, the effect of the spirit of death on your body. Yeah, that's, that's medication. That's medical science. It's a wisdom that God gives to control the powers and to lessen the powers and to block, to block the powers of the devil. Otherwise, every sickness is leading to death. Every sickness, if you leave it uncontrolled, it, I mean... It is, it is actually taking you out. You will see. You will see as you grow older. As you grow older. You will see. One of the things you will discover. Is that death is always hovering around. You shall live and not die. 
<laughs> you will see that death is because you will see and notice your body changing. You see that it's changing. It's changing. You see yourself, oh, I have to go to the gym. Why do you think you want to go to the gym? What do you think you are afraid of? What do you think you are fighting? When you are standing on the treadmill. What do you think you are afraid of? You are, fight, you are fighting death. That's why, that's why you bring some things into your life and you do something because you want to resist, the, the scripture says resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist him. You have, you have to discover ways to resist him. Anywhere the wisdom, the wisdom of medicine is used, you see that mortality rate drops. Yeah. See, people live longer. People live longer because the power of Satan has been overcome through wisdom. Are you there? You've traveled. So, evil spirits influence people. When you see a devilish person, he's under the influence of an evil spirit. And the last group of people, they are called a spiritual person. A spiritual person. Is he a spiritual person? He is that person that has broken out of earthly influence, sensual influence, devilish influence, and now depends on God and on the Holy Spirit to do things, to take decisions. You will take spiritual decisions. First Corinthians chapter three. First Corinthians chapter 3. Yes, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. So there are people who are spiritual. When you interact with a not so spiritual person, there isn't much to talk about. You see, spirituality, let me tell you something. Spirituality is something that you, you, you don't learn. You can't learn it and you can't fake it to make it. You, you, see, you, can, you can initiate a conversation with me. I'll respond, one. I'll respond, two. Three. By the fourth line, you will see that you will see that you are diving into yourself. And therefore, it's like, I can't speak again. I can't continue from there. Because the person, it's not, it's, it's not like you're a sinner. The person is not a sinner, but the person is not spiritual. So hasn't even got spiritual topics and spiritual things to talk about. 
Mark people that you only joke with. Oh, you have people that there's, there are only jokes, laughter, then spirituality is missing. You only, you only have to crack jokes. Do you understand cracking jokes? Telling jokes followed by cracking, crackling laughter. He's saying, he met some people, he said, I couldn't speak. I couldn't speak. I couldn't communicate. I can't talk to you. I can't, fe- someone that you can't speak to, someone you can't fellowship with. He said, we can't fellowship, we can't interact because of the lack of spirituality. That this, these people have not attained to that level where they will be described as spiritual. So he shows them what it means when you are not spiritual. He said, about, he said, I, he said when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to carnal people. I'm talking to babies in Christ. Babies in Christ means that that's encouraging. It means that you will grow up. You shall grow up. Then verse 2, he says that I have fed you with milk and not with meat. It's like, it's like the subject we talk about is still milky. Wow. It's soft. It's, it's, it's like there are softer, softer subjects. Easier subjects. I was, I, I was telling someone the other day when I listened to, when I listened to Bishop preaching, he feeds his church with meat. Oh yeah. When you listen to the podcast, the messages that he's preaching, you see that this is meat and bones. It tells you immediately the atmosphere and the type of people that he's ministering to. And perhaps what he has also decided to feed the people. With it. But he says, some people, you say, you can't, like you can't feed them with meat. You have to give them milk. Continue giving them milk. Because they're babies. They're carnal. There's carnal, there's carnality that is that is that is sensual. That is natural. <laughs> For hitherto, that is that is that is an old English word till uh, uh, that means that till date. Till date, hitherto. From here, from there till now. Here, hitherto, from there until now. Till date, you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are ye able. For you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you, when you spot, these are, these are the signs or the symptoms of the presence of carnality and the lack of spirituality. So when there is among you envy, when you spot envy, when you spot envy in yourself, when you spot strife, do you understand strife? Another word for strife is competition. Competition. That I am better than you. I can do better than you. I would like to do better. Strife. Because you have this, I'll also have one. When you get this, I'll also get it. So there's strife. And they said there are divisions. Divisions. We are divisive. We are not united. We are not one. 
But there are divisions. As so long as there are divisions, are you not carnal? And you walk as men. One translation says that you walk as mere men. That is the only thing about you is that you are a human being. That you are just flesh. And you walk as mere men. Mere is only. Simply. simply you, are, you are like a simple man. There is no complexity to you. There's nothing like you speak in tongues. Nothing like the will of God. Nothing like the word of God. It's just, you just live. As mere men. As mere men. When, when, when a man meets a woman, what can you predict? I'm asking you a question. You think I will answer? When a man meets a woman... Jeremiah, what can you predict? What is, what is the, I mean, it's a simple man. There's nothing to him. There's nothing to him to, for him to think. Is she a strange woman? Is she a snare? What does the Bible say about this person? What is the scripture saying? But you follow him anywhere, do anything as a mere man. That is as a simple man. Simple, there's nothing to him. All, all that there is to him is that he is flesh and blood. So anything that happens between a man and you can predict it. That it will happen to him. Because he's not spiritual. But when you meet a spiritual person, you say, wait, I have to pray. You say, wait, what? He'll tell you the will of God. You talk about the perfect will of God. You talk about the peace of God. You talk about being led by the Spirit. Is it next week? I want to talk to you about how to multiply the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. How to multiply it. How to multiply it. How to increase, how to increase the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life and on your life. So that you escape sensuality. Earthly, earthly way of behaving. Devilish, as for devilish, you you escape it in Jesus' name. You will never be devilish. He said, There is jealousy, strife. He said, Are you not fleshly? Are you not carnal? What does the next verse say? He said, For while one saith, I am of Paul, another, I am of Apollos. Are you not carnal? So, so, so. A sign of carnality is when we have a, pre- a preference for pastors. When, when one says, I talk to, I talk to um, um, Bishop. Then another one says that, I talk to Pastor Cliff. Then another one says that, mine is PB. Then another one says that, I prefer Alpimo. That's a sign of carnality. Yeah. You see, that, that, those, those are the, the camouflaged divisions. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, it is, when it is overemphasized, 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 that's what I said. One saith, I am of Paul. Another says, I am of Apollos. Are you not carnal? Because it's like spiritual people don't behave that way. 
Spiritual people don't talk that way. Spiritual, that is, is a spiritual person is a mature. Have I given you the definition of a spiritual person? Let me give you, let me find three for you. Three. One, a spiritual person is a mature Christian. Wow. He's moved into maturity. So he may be close to a pastor because perhaps it's the pastor that has been assigned to him. But he's the, the pastor, he's not, he's not like, he's not like uh, PB till I die. <laughs> or Pastor Cliff till I die. Or help him more, help him more, or I backslide. Hey. No. That is, that is carnality. That is carnality. That is carnality. Because the person who's assigned to you can be changed. Who can be changed this this evening over Nando's chicken and chips. So you start talking. Me, I don't, I don't really flow with this pastor. So, Bishop, Bishop, can I move to this other part? That is, a, you see, you are, you are looking at a carnal person. Wow. To save you, to save you, I will move you. But that's to save you, not because you are right. That is to save you from going to hell. Wow. Wow. So I say, okay, okay. You like helping more? Okay, go to helping more. Help him more, yeah. Go to help him more. So cool. But it is not that you have made a strong spiritual point. You are just you are just showing carnality. I carried I carried a baby the other day. The baby was called Josiah. I carried him. And he started screaming his head off. His mom was saying. Don't you know him? This is Bishop. It was meaningless. To, it didn't mean anything at all. His mom was trying to convince him that where you are, the arms you are in, is better than my arms. He wasn't convinced. He was, you should see him. When I read this verse, I remember Josiah. Because Josiah was saying that I am of my mother. I belong to my mother. Give me back to my mother. So I gave him back to his mother. And I was watching him. He tried to stop crying. Then his father appeared. Then he started. He said he wants to go to his father. I said, so you see, as we were handing him over, the only thing I learned from Josiah is that we are not handing him over because he's right. Or he's making the right decision, but so that he'll be quiet. Just know so you'll be quiet. So go, go and be quiet. So you don't kill yourself. We are only we are only handing you over so that you will be so you don't get a headache or develop hernia from the screaming. So just just go just, just go to your mother and be quiet so that we can have some peace and continue our discussion. So for his sake, for his sake, we handed him over. For your sake, I'll give you to PB. I'll say, you want PB? Take PB. Take PB. Not because PB is special. Not because there's anything. But so that you'll be quiet and stay in the church quietly. Because you are so carnal. You are so carnal. You are so unspiritual. You are not matured. 
So I say, you, you want PB? Take PB. PB. Peeps. Peeps. Take peeps. Take peeps. Or take El Pimo. Because your demand for persons is proof of your non-spirituality. A spiritual person is matured. He will just say, my church is first love. That's it. I'm in first love. I am in first love. Finish. (laughs) A spiritual person is someone who has lived under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And then a spiritual person is someone who bears the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5. When you become spiritual, that you're under, you've been under the influence of the Spirit. As soon as you see the word fruit, fruit, it means it's a long-term effect. Fruit comes after time. After time, after time, after some time, that you see a fruit. So when you see, when you see fruits, there are, there are gifts and there are fruits. There are gifts of the Spirit. So you, got, you, get, you can get born again and then immediately you receive a gift. You see yourself speaking in tongues. It's a gift. You don't need, you don't need to be around for seven years before you have it. But this one, this one. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, gentleness, being gentle, being gentle, goodness. I mean faith, faith that I can believe God. I am believing God that if this didn't work, or this is not the best for me. I can believe God for something else. That's a fruit of the spirit. It's different from mando laba shanda laba kiba laba daba raba kiba laba debaka. That's this a gift. This a gift. It is evidence that I have the Holy Spirit, but it is a gift. But when I am meek, do you understand meek? Tamely subject to injury. That is when you are offended, you are not reactionary. That I have a guest, a guest comes in. Then I say, Can I have your seat for the guest? Can I have can you just find somewhere to sit? I don't even show you where to go. The next place you find is at the back. Guest, come and sit down so that the guest, my guest can sit. Peeps. My guest has come. I thought I was speaking to my matured Christian and my matured member. So here we are next week, we've come to go back, go back to see. Next week we've come to church. Ah, where's my singer? Where's my singer? There, my singer is sitting there. Because he doesn't want to come here for her ever to be asked again to go to the back. This one is different from ability to sing which is a gift. Ability to speak in tongues, which is a gift. It is a fruit from maturity. Maturity. 
that I am meek. I am meek. Tamely subject to injury. That even when I'm injured, I don't go. The opposite of tame is wild. Uncontrolled. So when we, when we offend, we go wild. Even when you are used, even when you are used for even like a bad example, your response to it will show. See, even, even the battles are good because nobody will see, but you'll be saying, I forgive him. In Jesus' name, I'm okay. I come back. Yeah. Yeah. You see that when I discover that about you, when I'm preaching. You say, I will deliberately avoid you. It's not that it's not that I'm not led to you. No, it's not led. <laughs> I am afraid because I don't want to lose you. You are like Josiah. I don't want you to leave the church. So I will avoid you from certain demonstrations and examples because you are not meek. You are not meek. You are not meek. If I call you and say, come and put your ear to my head. Come, come. I say, what, what do you hear? Do you hear tongues in my head? No. And then you get offended. Why did I use you for such an example? You are not meek. So next time I look for someone to come and listen to tongues in my ears, I'll go to, I'll go to my dear daughter and say, come, daughter. Because you, when you get offended, there's nowhere to go. You come home. I say, listen, yes. So I'll have, to, I'll have to use it. I say, where, where, you go? Where, where are you going? Where will you go? You come home. I'll be there. I'll be speaking in tongues in the house. So it, when, when I, I escape and I go to her, it's not that I was led to go to her. No. No, 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 no. I have discovered that you are not meek. Yeah. Anything that you don't like, the whole world will hear about it. Look at this example that they use. Did you have to use me for such example? Did you have to say, Look at me. Look at, look at the bishop. Look at what he's saying to me. Look at it. I sent him a text. He hasn't replied. Who are you for me to reply to your text? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? But you are becoming matured. Sit down, my matured children. And then temperance. That is self-control. Temperance, self-control. These are, these are for spiritual people. This, this is a spiritual, a spiritual business. Temperance, self-control. Even though I feel like it, I don't have to do it. And therefore, I won't do it. I will control myself. Temperance, temperance, temperance. That's temperance, self-control, self-control. Appetites don't disappear. If you think a spiritual person, a spiritual person tells that, hey, me, I don't feel like doing something. Tell him that day, tell him that day that your pastor told you that he's lying. (laughs) I don't feel like this. I don't want to do. No, 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 it's not true. It's temperance. You feel, but you don't do. You see, but you don't take. You hear, but you don't react. It's called temperance. 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 One day, a certain lady 
was was with was with a husband in a car. He asked the husband, "If you are giving hundred million dollars to slap me, will you slap me?" And the husband continued driving. And she said, "Darling, it's like what you answer." Then she said, he said, "If if they give me hundred dollars, I'll slap you. I'll slap." Then he said, "If they give me fifty, if they give me fifty, I'll add your father, your mother, all your aunties, all your uncles." Then he said, "And your shadow, I'll slap." I'll slap all. (laughs) (laughs) Including your shadow. For fifty dollars. He says they give me fifty. Say hundred. He says if they give me hundred for you, I'll slap. If you give me fifty, I'll add your mother, your father, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, everybody, and then your shadow. I'll slap all. I'll slap your shadow. And then the wife said, oh, darling, will you do that? She said, he said, I will slap you. I will slap you. He said, he said, if you knew the answer, why did you ask me? I will slap you. He hasn't got temperance. He hasn't got self-control. He should have just continued driving. One day, I was driving with my wife. When your wife asks you some questions, it's not every question that you answer, you know. You don't answer every question. Some of the questions are tests to bring confusion into the car. Then she asked me this old question that I don't know why people like asking their husbands. I don't know what wives get out of it. She said, if I and your mother are drowning. Who will you save? I was also driving. But I wasn't like this man. If my mother and my wife are drowning, who will I save? And the spirit of wisdom came over me. <laughs> and I said to her, I'll save the one that I get to first. <laughs> I said, because according to the laws of God, not your laws, if I bypass my mother and I come to you, and by the time I come back, my mother has died, I'll be a murderer. My conscience will never free me. She was sitting in the car. She, I think she was disappointed that day. She was disappointed. <laughs> because since that day, she's not asked me that question again. So next time, guys, next time your beloved asks you, this is the answer. Yeah. So that you get the one you get to first, you will rescue. Yes, because you're a Christian. You can't you can't kill somebody because of love. And then if they are bold, they should ask us, your mother and I, who do you love? Uh-huh. That's the real question. That's the real question they are looking for. So if they are bold, they should ask. I have an answer for that one. When I'm asked, I'll come and share with you. <laughs> 
Temperance. Temperance. You shall have temperance. It's a sweet influence of the anointing. May we see it in your lives. Stand to your feet and thank God for today. You know, today, and perhaps every Sunday as we are led, we are going to pray for the Holy Spirit. Yes, yeah, we have to pray because you have to pray for the influence of the Holy Spirit to displace other influences in your life. Other things that are in your life have to be. How many of you can already see that there are some things in your life have to be displaced? And you need more of the Holy Spirit, more. We need more of the Holy Spirit, more, 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 more. Because the, the strife is too much. The, the jealousy, the envy, the carnality. We need the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy It is a Holy Spirit season. It's a Holy Spirit season. Next Sunday, every Sunday throughout this time, when I come to church, expect an experience with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Expect an experience with the Holy Spirit. After this series, you'll be a different person. Amen. I said, you'll be a different person. Amen. Your friends will not recognize you. Amen. They'll say, something has changed about you. They'll say, you used to react to this thing. How come you don't react to it anymore? It is a sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. Pray to God for 30 seconds. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. The Lord, I need the sweet Holy Spirit in my life. I need it in my life. I want it. 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 The sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit. The precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. In my life. In my life. In my life. I need it. I need it. I need him. I want him. I want him in my life. 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 I want the Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit. You need him. He will help you. He will help you. He will guide you. He will strengthen you. He will encourage you. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the sweet, 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 sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. That from this moment, from today, you will begin to experience the Holy Spirit in a special way in a special way in a real way in a real way in your life in a real way he will come real into your life he will show himself real in your life real in your life real in your life not just something that you know about but you will see him you will experience him you will walk with him oh yes lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord Father, your word declares that we can ask for the Holy Spirit and you will give him to us, Lord. We ask for the Holy Spirit today. We ask for him today. We ask for him into our lives. Into every aspect of our lives, Lord. May we have and come under the influence of the Holy Spirit, Lord. May every soul, every boy, every girl, every man, every woman, Every lady, every gentleman in this room, Lord, come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. 
let the Holy Spirit reign let the Holy Spirit rule let the Holy Spirit affect our minds, our souls our spirits our decisions Lord we welcome you precious Holy Spirit into our lives into our lives may we have you may we have you may we have you in our lives thank you Lord for the blessing of the Holy Spirit today in Jesus name now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed today you are about to experience perhaps the first effects of the Holy Spirit in your life who shall convict you of judgment of righteousness and of sin today perhaps somebody invited you to church while every eye is closed every head is bowed we are praying maybe somebody invited you to church maybe you are visiting for the first time second time fourth time 20th time but you can sense as you can tell today that you are far from God and you want to come closer to him you want to come closer to him you want to give your life to Jesus Christ you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus today I do not want to go to hell when I die I want to go to heaven I want to go to heaven. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to surrender myself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Today, if you are here like that, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, just say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, I want you to just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand very quickly. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. I can see those hands. I can see those hands. Lift up high so I can see you. So I can see you. I believe that some of us would like to join today. You want to give your life to Jesus. Today, you want to surrender your life. God bless you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I can see all your hands. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus in my life. Today is my day. I can feel already the working of the Holy Spirit of my life. That I should come closer to God. Give my life to God. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. If I have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing. I want to come out of your seat to me right here in the front. Just come. Yes. You lifted up your right hand. Come. Come out of your seat. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you didn't know that we'll come to the front. Still come. Still come. Still come. Come to Jesus today. Come. You didn't lift up your hand, but you want to come and give your life to Jesus. Come. Come. Yes. Oh, Lamb of God. Come. You don't have to lift up your hand before you can give your life to Jesus. It's a decision. It's a decision you are making today. Just come. Come, my dear. Come to Jesus. Come. 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 Come on, sing it. I'm waiting for you. You want to join us today? Come. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come. Bow your heads with me. Let's say this prayer together. Everybody in this room, I want to say this prayer with me. Let's all say it meaningfully. Say it out loud as you can. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. 
and thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life today. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for everyone here in the front, Lord. Thank you for your peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding. May it be their portion. Thank you that this experience shall be unforgettable in their lives, Lord. Thank you for the new life that has begun, Lord. Thank you for the grace of excellence that you shall give them as they have come to you today, Lord. Father, I pray for separation from every evil association, from every wrong company, Lord. Deliver them, O God. May they live for you. May they stand for you. In Jesus' name, and the saints of God said, Amen.